So what area of your life or business do you want to improve? Now, how would you like to make that happen far faster? There's a little understood trick that underlies the success of many of the most accomplished people. It's called modeling. And that's what the focus of today's episode is all about. Now, if this is your first time listening, this is the Matt Clark Show, and I am your host, Matt Clark. This is a daily show in which I share how I've built three eight-figure companies, sold $300 million online, and helped others sell $10 billion online since 2012. You're going to learn what's worked for me and what I'm working on right now to grow my companies, including a three-time Inc. 500 e-commerce brand. So please subscribe to my show to get each new episode I release every day. Thank you for listening. So how did this all come about, this new strategy I'm sharing with you right here today? Well, it's like most things, through a lot of pain. (laughs) Uh, I nearly killed a $30 million a year company years ago trying to invent a product that nobody wanted. I had this idea in my head. I thought it was the world's greatest thing. I tried to put that in place in that business that was doing over $30 million a year in sales, replaced our core product with this product, um, and then killed our old one and basically brought our revenue from $30 million, over $30 million, to $9 million a year because I wanted to force a product to work that I wanted to work but was not proven whatsoever. I also, at one point or another, uh, wasted $500,000 on a custom community platform for our business that nobody ever said that they wanted. I thought it would be great. There was plenty of off-the-shelf community platforms that did a good enough job, but I thought this was a great idea, burned half a million dollars. Lastly, I also burned half a million dollars on a mobile app that nobody wanted in the same business. So eventually, after all these costly mistakes, I finally learned and a light bulb went off that the best way to achieve greater success is to find what's already working, then do it better. There's a popular, I went deep down the rabbit hole of value investing a few years ago, and there's a popular value investor who's worth hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars, maybe over a billion dollars now. His name is Monish Pabrai. And in the book, Richer, Wiser, Happier, he's the first chapter, and he talks about a concept called cloning. And so his idea is like, he's like, I don't get it. He's like, I don't get why people, humans, are so against this idea of if something's working, just copying it. Like you don't have to be unique in everything that you do. You can always copy it and get better. It's way more profitable, way easier than starting from scratch. He used this in the investment business by modeling what Warren Buffett has done as far as an investment strategy and Charlie Munger. Uh, But then he also, for his hedge fund structure, he modeled it after the original hedge fund structure that Warren Buffett had you know, years ago back in the 60s, and he literally gave a book that talked about that structure, gave it to an attorney, and said, hey, set me up a company just like this. And that's what he did, and it's done incredibly well for him, and it still blows his mind why nobody has copied that structure. Uh, but that's the nature of humans, so that's why we're here, to overcome our natural biases so we can become more successful faster. I mean, one of the greatest entrepreneurs that's ever lived was a big fan of this strategy as well. Steve Jobs was quoting Picasso. He said, good artists copy, great artists steal. And then he added, we, as an Apple, have always been shameless about stealing great ideas. One of the greatest entrepreneurs in history that built a company that later later became you know $3 trillion business. Uh, Tony Robbins has said the same thing for decades now. He says, success leaves clues. And I don't know why for myself, it took so long to pound this in my head. Maybe it was just 
naive sort of overconfidence as a new entrepreneur that it took a lot of pain before I realized that you don't need to invent everything. You can always do something better. You don't literally have to copy people, but you might as well start at a base that has already been proven to be successful. Then you can innovate. Then you can get better. Then you can improve. But start from the current level of success because they, whoever you're modeling that's already achieved success in that area, has probably already figured all this crap out that you're trying to invent from scratch now. They've probably already been through all this pain, so start with where they're at, then build on top of that. I've actually mentioned this topic in a previous episode here on the podcast uh, in in an episode called Emulation. However, I just got back from our Tycoon Tribe Mastermind, and because of that experience, I became even more convinced that this is the way to go. Uh, we had a guest speaker that's a friend of mine that sold his business at a valuation of $200 million. He used this trick of modeling to figure out how to build a business that was 100 times more valuable than the previous one he had built and sold. So it's not like this was his fifth major exit. He had sold a couple small e-commerce businesses and literally the third one that he did, which was this one, was 100x bigger. But for him to do 100x bigger, he had to get around people that had already done that. If he was just surrounded by all the same people that had only had the same experience as him, he wasn't going to be able to put the pieces together fast enough to figure out how to do what he wanted to do. He wanted to build a $100 million plus business, so he had to learn from people that had already been there and done that. So that, combined with my own experience, is why I've become even more convinced of the power of this strategy. So the main idea is to find someone who's already done what you want to do and then do what they did. If you follow in their footsteps, you're likely going to get a pretty good result also. So how do you apply this? Well, first, if you're looking for a product to sell or even a business to launch, find products that's are that's already doing well, then model what's working for them and then do it better. You can in e-commerce, you can just literally look at the products that are in the top 100 on Amazon. Those all sell a ton. Uh, this isn't meant to be a plug for our software tool, but we have a software tool called Zoof, Z O O F. That'll tell you the sales volume of all these products on Amazon that you want to check out. You can see how they're doing. You can see sales trends, all kinds of good stuff. But either way, if you look at a top 100 product on Amazon, even without any software tool, that high bestseller rank alone is going to mean the product is selling a ton. Second, look at podcast ads. I think this is a great source of what products are doing well right now because you'll hear products advertised on multiple podcast shows and multiple episodes again and again and again and again like some that come to mind for me right now athletic greens uh element some other ones like that like they're absolutely crushing it and the only reason they keep running those ads on those podcasts is because they're doing extremely well and people actually like talking about them you know there's a concept in business that we all feel like if somebody's already the number one in that space then it's not worth even trying. That is absolutely not true. You could be the number two in a space, such as like a big greens powder, like Athletic Greens. You could be a number two in a space, and I don't know what the revenue is now at Athletic Greens. I think it's in the hundreds of millions. And so if you did a business starting from scratch and all you did was 10% of what they did, say you did 20 million a year and they're doing 200 million a year, which I don't really know their numbers, then that's still a great business. Like what the hell, why go out there and invent something from scratch when you can build a $20 million a year business with very little risk in terms of will people actually want the product. 
Another source of information on terms of products doing well, venture capital funding, they're dumping money in certain industries. That may not be a bad way to go if you can find your own angle and you don't need the funding. Uh, also bloggers. I mean, that's how we originally found the niche that was growing really fast at the time for healthy coffee was I was literally reading Dave Ashby's blog and he was talking about all these benefits of healthier coffee. And I started looking around, even in Austin, there weren't a lot of good options for that. And so that's when it kind of a light bulb went off for me that I think there's a huge opportunity here. And then that's what we did. Second, how do you grow your sales? So first tactic and way you can use this is what product you sell. Second is if you already have a business or whether it's new or um, already existing, how do you grow your sales? Like how do you actually ramp up sales for this product? Find a business in your market that's already producing the sales that you want and then model their funnel. Easiest way to think about this is uh, for if you want to grow sales on Shopify, for example, for an e-commerce business, try to find a business that's already selling a lot. Go into Facebook ad library, which you can just Google, look up their ads that are going to their page and then see what ads they're running and what landing pages that they're using. And if you model that, don't copy their content, but borrow their structure, borrow their hooks, and put your own text, your own images, your own branding, all that sort of stuff, so it's yours. You're just kind of modeling the structure that's working, and then that will be your base for scaling your own traffic. If you use a similar ad, similar landing page, similar product, you're probably gonna do pretty well, because something they're doing is working. Same thing works on Amazon. Uh, on Amazon, you look at somebody's product that's doing really well. Uh, we've got a member, for example, that they sell a product that's number one in their subcategory, but there's a bigger opportunity to be number one in the broader category. So I told her, find out what that number one product in the broader category is doing, which not a big stretch for her brand, and see if you can do something better. Start with what they're doing as a base. Similar kind of product, similar kind of angle, similar kind of ingredients and branding, but then try to do something better that adds more value to the marketplace. This is the nature of capitalism, constantly getting better and improving on what's working, which you'll do forever. But as long as you keep doing that, you can build a great business, even if you weren't the first one to invent the product. Third, how do you create better content for social media? So we talked about what product do you sell? How do you grow your sales? What about creating content for social media? We've been proving this has worked great. Just model other viral videos. Find viral videos in your space and create something similar. Then as you learn and get experience, you can always create more unique videos once you've really learned the machine. But once you've modeled, say, 10 to 100 viral videos, you'll have an idea of kind of what's making them go viral or not. But why start from scratch? Most people are so terrible at social media, including myself, because I try to make videos that I think are interesting and they're all not really that interesting. Um, so then I started modeling viral videos in my space and I have videos that have over 100,000 views, one over 4 million views, works incredibly well for any market. Lastly, how do you apply this to almost any area of your life? Find someone who's already done what you want to do and then copy them, talk to them, ask them how they did it. In a lot of cases, it's not literally copy them because they have their own unique life. To give you an example, like I do jujitsu and I'm trying to get better at a certain guard. And so I started by watching instructionals, watching competition matches from the person. Uh, actually, I was actually trying to get better at jujitsu in general. Then I looked at one of the best in the world that competes in both gi and no gi. His name's Nicholas Marigali. And so I started looking, watching all of his, his instructionals and his competition. I'm like, what is he doing? So then I started figuring out the certain positions that he was using, techniques, the way he was entering them, all that sort of stuff. Then I started applying that in my own game. Then I started doing some private lessons with my own coach. And then next, I'm probably literally gonna reach out to him and try to do a private, le private lesson with him. Be like, hey, I just wanna copy you. 
he is, you know, 20 something years old, one of the best in the world. I'm 37 years old, <laughs> not that good. Uh, I'm not ever going to literally be competitive with him. So there's nothing he has to lose by sharing everything he knows with me as long as I'm sort of paying him for the private lessons. Uh, but that's that's a good strategy, I think, rather than just making stuff up on your own. Oh, I kind of like this. This feels kind of comfortable. No, just copy somebody who's already done what you want to do, then go from there. Same thing on podcast. Uh, this podcast thing is new for me. I'm trying to keep it going on a daily basis. I think this base level of quantity and trying to do a good job on quality has gotten me going so far. But if I want to take this to the next level, I need to figure out and learn from people who've been doing this for a while. So I've got some friends in mind that I'm going to reach out to and be like, hey, you've been doing a podcast for 10 years. What have you learned? Uh, how do you title your episodes? How do you write descriptions? When do you bring on guests? What do you ask them? What do you do for solo episodes? How do you promote the thing? All those kind of questions rather than me reinventing the wheel on all this. You can apply this to literally any area of your life. So one example where we use this uh, was with our postcard campaigns that we started doing for Shopify using the tool Postpilot. And so we had never done postcard campaigns like that. So I looked at their case studies on their website. There was another coffee brand in there. And I was like, well, I was like, Let's just model ours after them. And so I had our designer. I gave them theirs as an example and a little bit of changes that I wanted because it was going to our own customer list. So it's, it's fine. And that was our base. And we still use those today. And they've worked great from day one. There wasn't any inventing because it was literally a case study on their website, which means that design structure, that copy, that offer had already done well. There was no reason for us to go reinvent the wheel on there. We copied what was working for them and then eventually started iterating and making some improvements. This is so much of a faster way to be successful. So please use this strategy to grow your level of success and let me know how it goes. Easiest way to reach me, uh, follow and, and shoot me a direct message on Instagram. My Instagram handle is Matt Clark. TX, Matt Clark TX. I'd love to hear how this goes for you. So tomorrow I'm going to share how and why we're launching an Amazon focused product within our almost $40 million a year e-commerce brand that produces 70 to 80% of its sales on Shopify. Like why the heck are we launching an Amazon focused product within that brand? Not even putting it on our store. There's a strategy and a mindset here. I call it planting flags. So to get that episode, more strategies, tactics, and tips to build better businesses, make more money, and really to love what you're doing every single day, please subscribe to my show on your favorite podcasting platform or on YouTube. I'll see you tomorrow.